Now with the virtual world, we're actually able to engage with scientists from different parts of the world and then connect with their networks. There has become sort of broad recognition that we have a responsibility in higher education to provide our PhD students with a broader set of skills and competencies. That can be another way of getting information that you might not know. You're listening to Vitamin PhD, a podcast from Boston University delivering career narratives and know-how to supplement your doctoral studies. Hi everyone, my name is Khadija El-Karfi and I'm here with Kilani. So maybe Kilani, you can introduce yourself a little bit. Hi everyone, my name is Kilani Kile-Franco and Khadija and I are here today with our season five hosts of the communication uh, component of our core competencies. So welcome Jessica and Rohan. Uh, So maybe Rohan and Jessica, you both can introduce yourselves a little bit, tell us more about who you are what you do at BU, and also what brought you to, you know, host uh, Vitamin PhD this season. Sure thing. Jessica, you want to take it away? Sure. Yeah. Hi, everybody. My name is Jessica Wright, and I am a rising fifth-year PhD student in the Department of Earth and Environment. And I'm also an urban trainee, so a lot of my research focuses in cities, specifically Boston and areas around Massachusetts, looking at energy transition and public health and environmental impacts of that. And I, like we said, one of the hosts of season five, and I kind of stumbled upon this opportunity through some mutual friends who knew Sasha and folks. So I'm just excited to have had the experience to record a podcast, learn about doing this and the complexities of doing it remotely over Zoom, but it's been an awesome experience and I'm looking forward to continuing with our recording. I'm Rohan, I'm a rising third year PhD student and that scares the living blah 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 out of me. But I'm, I'm in the Department of Biomedical Engineering. I do research in lung cancer mechanics with uh, Holly Nia here. And it's it's been a great experience so far and I also just stumbled upon uh, the opportunity to record to be a host for this season. I was meeting with Sasha about uh, something that was more communications focused for grad students in general at BU and an idea that I had. And she was, I need a host for this podcast. I think you'll do well. Like, uh, okay. <laughs> and that's how I got my foot in the door. <laughs> so, <laughs> like Jess said, I'm looking forward to the episodes that we have yet to record and the ones that we've recorded have been phenomenal so far. It's been great working with Jess too. That's excellent. You know, they always say a pull is better than a push. So (laughs) Sasha got you in there. That's great. Um, So I guess what should we expect from this collection of episodes? What do you think that we'll learn about communication as a core competency? Yeah, so as we've said, the main theme, and we were kind of given free reign to interpret this however we wanted, is communication and how that supports both current PhD students, early career folks, and people beyond careers in academia, even careers in academia as well. So we we tapped a bit into our network and focused on people that we just really admired and thought were good communicators. I think especially during COVID communication has changed and become a forefront component in a lot of people's jobs. 
So we took to Twitter, we took to Facebook, YouTube, all different forms of communication platforms to find inspiration of people who just were embedding communication into their careers in a bunch of different ways. And we've learned a lot. I think you can expect a lot of laughs and some <laughs> technological issues associated with Zoom as well. Um, but we, we've definitely learned a lot just about how to be an effective communicator to a wide and diverse audience, which I think has been really one of the most exciting aspects of all of this so far. With all the laughs and the takeaways that you'll get in the episodes, I think uh, Jess and I have also tried to dig in to the past, a little into the past of our uh, guests. We, we, wanted, we wanted to hear their stories and how they got into communication and science communication, communicating with different audiences, and how it also bleeds into things like science policy and uh, getting the word out there and making your own voice heard through different ways and platforms. That's, that's very exciting. I am very much looking forward to listening to your episodes. I remember when we were you know, doing our own episodes, I was always dreading to hear my voice. So now I'm excited that it's not my voice that I'm going to be hearing. Um, but I guess uh, so I have Kalisha, we, we yeah. found a workaround that if you, oh, play, you if you play back at 1.5x, your voice doesn't sound like your voice anymore and it, you can actually listen to it. <laughs> oh, I love that. I did not know that. You all know a lot of tricks that we were not aware of, Kiloni and I. Um, so I guess my next question is, I know when we got on Zoom, we talked to Jessica and um, you mentioned that you were almost halfway through your interview. So I, I'm wondering what you hope listeners will take away from this season. What is the goal that you both have? The key takeaway from this season will be skills that our listeners can uh, implement in their day-to-day -day lives to become better communicators and to advance their own ideas and put forth, in essence, wow, this is tougher. Now, now that I'm on the receiving end of being a guest, this is, this is tougher than it was. Well, what's um, great is you can, you can keep saying your answer over and over till you like it and just cut out the part you don't like. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I know the tips and tricks of editing too. <laughs> so, I think the key takeaway that listeners will have this season is a way to put their ideas, thoughts, and actions into motion, into words, on different communication platforms. At the end of every episode, you can expect a key takeaway where our guests share, you know, their two-second spiel of what they think uh, a good step forward is. Uh, for the listeners and that is going to vary depending on the theme if it's if it's different platforms based you can expect to hear you know how do you take advantage of a platform if it's SciComm or science policy based how how would you begin how would you get your foot in the door for something like science policy how do you make your voice heard and uh, those will be good takeaways that one can expect at the end of every episode. Yeah, I would just add on, and I think this has been an emerging theme throughout, not to spoil it, <laughs> but I think just emphasizing the fact that graduate students do have a voice and should feel empowered to communicate their science, whatever research they might be doing, whatever they're passionate about. We don't have to wait until after we graduate and have a career to go out and 
make our voices heard. All of our speakers have reiterated the power that students have and how we can kind of take advantage of our current position to make ourselves better public speakers, make ourselves better communicators. I think those are some themes that throughout our interviews have emerged and we hope that listeners will find inspiration from those themes coming from a bunch of different perspectives. I think that's yeah. crazy important, um, yeah. especially with imposter syndrome being so prevalent, sure. right? <laughs> so I guess I just want to ask, because I'm pretty sure everyone across the globe dealt with this at once. During the pandemic, communication became at once one of the biggest hindrances and one of the biggest tools that we used to survive the pandemic. So in this season where you're talking about communication, what parts of it do you think are going to be specific to pandemic life? And are there any components that you're focusing specifically towards students, staff, or faculty at BU? Or are you making it more general towards communication styles as a whole? I think we've uh, gone broader. It's communication styles as a whole. We've tried uh, to really tap into the fact that this is an open podcast. It's available to the global community. It's not just restricted to BU. So we weren't trying to go BU specific. But the components, uh, when it comes to trials and tribulations of, of the pandemic, have have emerged in conversations because it's just become an, such an a huge part of our lives. And uh, strangely, at least here in the US and Boston, as time has progressed while we've been recording these episodes, we've seen less, we've focused less on the pandemic conversation as well. You'll find a lot of pandemic chatter of how people adapted and evolved in the first few episodes as compared to the later few episodes. Uh, but the pandemic must must come into the conversation because it's taken over what 18 months of our life practically at this point. Yeah, I would just add to that that I think one of the aspects of communication that was highlighted through the pandemic was accessibility and the idea and the beauty kind of of Zoom being able to talk to people that don't live in Boston and not having to pay for them to fly here. Um, I think that accessibility thing not only for us as podcast hosts being able to really expand our network of interviewees but also events that have been made accessible via zoom allows people to not have to travel um, to speak or to listen in to what research is going on across different platforms however we also realize that we can't assume everyone has access to the internet or access to Zoom. There's a lot of people that still have to go into work every day so they don't have extra time that they've you know, just been spending at home to tune into these things. So I think one of the big themes that emerged as a piece of the pandemic conversations is that accessibility and how do we ensure that both during the pandemic and afterwards we're including some of the benefits that have emerged in terms of communication as a result of the pandemic, but also still being aware and keeping in mind those limited accessibility points that will continue to exist beyond pandemic life. Awesome. Um, thanks for sharing that. And uh, just moving a little bit away from that last question, um, I remember that when Kilani and I were having our own interviews and our own conversations, I remember sometimes we would both be like, oh my God, like 
this is so exciting. We did not know this. Oh my, this is great. We are looking so forward to, you know, PhD students at BU or just any listener really to learn and to listen and to, you know, gain all this information. So I guess uh, since you both already had some of the, you know, some interviews and you had a lot of conversations, what is one thing from these conversations that really stuck with you? Or what is one thing that you heard someone talk about or say, and you're like, I cannot wait for us to air this episode? You know, Trying that, to that, get that, listeners that... excited to listen and to engage. There's too many exciting things. That's what I'm reading up. <laughs> I think uh, I think the very first the very first episode Jess and I recorded, we were both like, ah, we're dying, we're dying. Hope this goes well. Hope everything works out. And then the conversation started flowing. And then the second one happened. And then we were both, what just happened? This was such a great conversation. We didn't have to say anything. And then the third one happened. And that also each of them have blown us away at the end of, at the end. So we hope that our listeners have that same sense of uh, conversation and feeling feeling as if they are part of the conversation. We tried to mix things up this, this time with uh, having all mics on all through almost like a newsroom chat show kind of feel where when someone would be listening in, it's more, it's, more about people sitting around a table having a cup of coffee and talking about this uh so we hope that comes through and that is a core essence of communication that has also come along in our podcasts and you know just sneak peek into what episode two we talk about talking around trees and connecting with nature uh and we hope maybe you can also listen to some of these podcasts under a tree and connect with nature because communicating also involves communicating with yourself what you feel and expressing that to yourself primarily before you get to go out there and express it to everyone else and go like i'm gonna do this yeah uh that's really hard to think of one highlight but i think like rowan said that speaks to the quality of our conversations thus far um one question though that we've been trying to ask everyone and I think it's been an interesting experience to hear people's answers is just how do you measure success in communication and we've had a lot of just very hopeful responses in people saying that even if you have one conversation with one person and they express a change in their own perspective or a change in how they view some element of nature or whatever you're communicating with them. Just that one conversation can be an increment of success that was caused by your own communication. Um, so I thought that was kind of a cool piece that we've heard from several of our interviewees at this point, just how to measure success and knowing that even just one small step is success in the field of communication. I love that. I especially like the idea of trying to purvey uh, or persuade someone towards your line of thinking. I don't always think communication always needs to try to bring somebody on your side, but if they can at least see where you're coming from, which can often be the biggest obstacle, um, that's something that I think in my mind, although you didn't ask me, measures success. Um, so I'm excited to see what your, what your guests say about that. Are there any last 
takeaways, any, any final thoughts, anything you want the listeners to keep in mind when they tune into season five? Don't be, don't, don't hesitate to communicate. And even if that's communicating with us after you hear the episode, we are on Twitter. Uh, there's an email, gradpd at bu.edu. Uh, I think on Twitter, it's at BU Vitamin PhD. Leave comments, leave feedback. And at the end of the day, podcasts about communication, we're really trying to get you to communicate back to us. It's a two-way street. So the more we hear, the better we can tune our content. And the more we hear from you, the more we can share with our guests and get into more involved conversations. So... I think, you know, talking about takeaways, just jumping back a little, communication is a two-way street. And it's it's like clapping. You can't do it with one hand. You need someone to listen, receive, and and also reciprocate. Key to communication. Do it all. Awesome. We cannot wait to listen to the first episode. And I cannot wait to, like, send all the links to my friends and family. Like, you have to listen to this. So... Thank you, and um, thanks for taking the time to meet with us. Thank you. Thank you. Have a great day. Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of Vitamin PhD. The first of the core capacity seasons will be released in July, with hosts Jessica Wright and Rohan Banerjee focusing on the topic of communication skills. To get the latest episodes of Vitamin PhD, you can follow us on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. You can also connect with us on Twitter at BUVitaminPhD. Learn more about our team and send us your feedback by visiting our website bu.edu slash vitaminphd. See you next time!